The following episode of Atomic Monsoon is recorded inside a normal studio with no audience. <laughs> and welcome back to Atomic Monsoon post-con. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I thought since last week right. I started with that. It's yeah. like, you know what? No, let's put yeah, us let's, back let's, in our normal let's environment. Let's keep it going. Yeah. 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 So... Hey Stephanie, how's it going? It's going good. I'm I'm exhausted. I still <laughs> still exhausted. It's been yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah, well, it sure sorry. has. Uh, hey, where's Josh? I don't know. I thought he was with you. Uh, I thought he was with you. Well, I, last time I saw him, he was at the convention. Is Josh still at the convention? I sacrificed him for the Soul Stone. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Did we did we lose him at the convention, or did A Rod sacrifice him for the Soul Stone? Uh, D, all of the above. I didn't know there were two <laughs> options, but okay. <laughs> um, oh, no, Josh had some personal stuff to take care of this week, so he is uh, away. Uh, and we're just going to talk about what happened at Comic-Con, because last time we talked to you, we were at Comic-Con, but it was right as it was getting started. So we thought, well, rather than leave you in suspense... Let's talk about what happened. Yeah. So let's see. Hold on. The, weekend before we were, the week before, we talked about X-Cons that we've gone to. Right. And then we talked about, hey, we're live, and here's Val, and this yeah. is amazing. Yes. And now we're like, hey, we're done. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After the yeah, episode ended. Change our names to a conic monsoon. <laughs> okay, sure. That's, that's not. It's not. No. no. Um, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start with day one on Thursday? Let's just start on Thursday, right? We, we had a panel. We had a panel. We, you, and it you, went great. Y'all, y'all probably should have listened to it. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Also, you said you had, you had a correction for me about the Avengers thing that I mentioned during the panel. Yes. So you mentioned that Avengers had taken over as the highest grossing movie of all time. Yes. Uh, that is sort of correct. Um, so Avengers did over did, did surpass Avatar uh, in domestic gross. Oh, that okay. That's what I was reading then. However, Force Awakens, Star Wars The Force Awakens had already surpassed Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Okay. Uh, Avengers has not surpassed Star Wars Force Awakens in terms of domestic gross. Um, however, it is still the number two movie in terms of worldwide. Okay. Uh, and okay. it is right on Avatar's heels. Um, its momentum has slowed a bit, but yeah. I it's it's going to be a neck and neck race at this point. Okay. Um, okay. Also, Avengers still hasn't even hit second run theaters. So. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. No. So. Yeah. Uh, Avatar, look out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it it had ten years. That's that's a pretty good run. So. God, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, Jeez. 2009. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had a panel. We had Val there. Um, for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast before Sunday or if you're listening on Sunday morning, yeah. um, Val is in Denver right now at yes. the Denver Pop Culture Convention. So go swing by her table. It's Artist Alley Table X8, like the worst of the Mega Man games. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Four people are going to get that joke, and that's fine. Uh, but more than four of you showed up to our panel at Phoenix Fan Fusion, and yeah. we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, you could, you um, could actually kind of hear them in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and to any new listeners that have found us since then, uh, welcome, welcome to yeah. Atomic Monsoon. Yeah, sorry that this is not a normal episode, but uh, with you know Josh being out taking care of personal matters, um, but uh, it's fine. We do what we do. We do what we do. We sit here and we talk about nerdy stuff like so, Comic Cons. Yes. So yeah. what else? So. Our panel was, what, noon on Thursday. What happened after the panel was over with you, Andy? Okay, so after the panel, uh, one of the gentlemen in, in the attendance uh, mentioned that uh, 
he had never heard of us before. Okay. Um, but he, he came up and he said, hey, thank you for making my first Comic-Con panel ever a really fun one. Oh, that's awesome. So shout out to you, dude. Where were yeah, you at? I believe your name was Jason. I talked to a few people right after the panel, and I may have their names mixed up. But hey, Jason, thank you very much. Hope you're listening. You know who you are. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, again, thank you for making my first time my first time on a Comic-Con panel uh, enjoyable by uh, being in the audience and participating. You know, that's interesting that you point that out. Like, I've, I've been doing the shows with Syndicate for, for like five years now, mm-hmm. and that was the first actual panel where I'm sitting down and like talking at people yeah uh and not you know hey kids watch this cool lightsaber fight <laughs> right right yeah yeah um we're going to talk about your lightsaber fights oh there, there, there's there's stories to come <laughs> yeah but uh so what else did you do on thursday uh so thursday after that um ryan our producer and host of finding your frequency uh we went around and interviewed some people um cool. we, we met uh uh, Todd Nock, who is an artist on several comics, including Young Justice and Spider-Man. Nice. Um, we met Wendy and Richard Peeney, the creators of the 40-year running series ElfQuest. Okay. Um, they were a delight to talk to, and they're kind of like, they're indie comic legends. Okay. And it was Thursday afternoon, it was kind of before things really got going, but like, they were just sitting at their table eating chocolate chip cookies. And I was <laughs> like, awesome. hey, we should go talk to them. And then we did, and they were delightful. I'm I'm really glad that did we you, got the opportunity to meet them. Did you get chocolate chip cookies? Uh, no, I didn't ask to steal their cookies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I figured those guys have created enough magic. I will leave them with some chocolate chip cookies. All right, fair enough. And I can just go buy my own. All right, um, fair. Yeah, uh, so we got we got them. Um, we met a gentleman uh, whose name was Richard, I believe, uh, from FramelessComic.com, which is a okay. cool um, their cool supply website that has a way to display your comics on the wall without a frame or your art prints or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was a pretty cool pretty cool thing. And if you go to FramelessComic.com, you can go check out what they do. Um, I'm probably going to invest in a couple. Okay. And have some of my cooler things that aren't uh, big money books uh, just displayed well. All right. Uh, and then our buddy Tom Levine, who was on our show back in January. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryan and I ran into him. Uh, you can find all of all four of those interviews on the same episode of Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety channel. Uh, or just search for Finding Your Frequency on your favorite podcatcher. And it's there. And you can listen to me uh, be the sidekick and ask Ryan, how's it going, a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and then um, that was Thursday. Nice. What did you do Thursday afternoon? So Thursday after our panel, uh, because me and some of my friends, as well as my husband and I, were we were st- we decided okay, it's con, mm-hmm. and we have shows and panels. We're gonna stay in a hotel, which we've been doing now for since I think 2015. Okay, um, and except we went to different panel, we, not different panels. We went to different hotels, you know, sure. each year. Right, right. Uh, for the past two years, we've been going to the Hyatt, okay. which is. If any of you know downtown Phoenix, that's five steps from the front door it, of Phoenix Con. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed at the Hyatt when I uh, exhibited one year, and it was really uh, – first of all, it was a very nice hotel. Oh, it's very nice. Uh, it was a very expensive weekend. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but it was also really nice to be like, cool, I have to be back at my table uh, at 9 in the morning, and I'd wake up and be like, I don't have to travel. Like I, exactly. I, it's literally like go downstairs and cross the street, and I'm in the building. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, they changed where the entrances were, but it's still like 10 steps, and then I was there. I think it might have taken me longer to get through the convention center to my table than it took me to get out of the Hyatt to the convention center. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. So. Especially if you go to that Starbucks entrance. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, though, so 
so we were staying at the Hyatt, so uh, mm-hmm. we had checked in the night before. Okay. Because it just makes it easier. So sure. I went, I'm like, cool, I'm dropping my backpack because I yep. had it with me at the panel. Sure. And I didn't want to carry it around the rest of the day. Totally understandable. So I dropped my backpack, threw everything down, redid my uh, Shadowhunter runes from mm-hmm. when I was, because I was doing a Shadowhunter on Thursday. Oh, right. Uh, and then got in contact with the guy we were rooming with and was like, hey, yo, where you at? And he's like, yeah. uh, I'm setting up in the Star Wars neighborhood because okay. we actually had a table set up in the Star Wars neighborhood That's right, this you did. year. And it was a lot of cool. It was really cool, a lot of fun. Uh, and I managed to find him, and he gave me an exhibitor badge to help me get in to help. Okay. You know, yep. With that, and soon enough, the doors opened for VIPs, and then the doors opened for everybody else, yep. and it was uh, it was showtime. Yeah. Um, after that, we went to a panel for the Star Wars cosplay groups. Okay. Just kind of like meet the Star Wars costuming groups, mm-hmm. uh, because we were featured in that panel along with the Five O First, Mandos, Dark Empire. Um, Rebel Legion, Droid Builders, and so many more. Sure. Uh, Galact- <laughs> Galactic Academy is the other one. Um, and after that panel, Connor, my husband, gives me a call says, Hey, um, so I'm home and I need help loading my costume. Right. So we leave okay. the convention, go help him, come back. Me and him walk around in, in his costume. And if any of you were at the con and you saw this walking around... Uh-huh. My husband was a six and a half foot tall Walkman. Yes. Sony Walkman. It was Star-Lord's Walkman. He was walking around in it, playing music. He was having an absolute blast with it. I think we only got maybe a half hour of walking time on the third floor. On Thursday? On Thursday, yeah. yeah. On Thursday with it. Uh, but still, we got walking done with it. It was really cool. Yeah. And, then dis- and we also discovered, after we had unloaded it from the car, it would not fit in our hotel room. Oh, no. Well, because the way the the way the room is set up, the, uh-huh. the corners are so sharp from the entryway yeah. into the room. Uh-huh. So it's like it w- it won't turn those corners very nicely. Oh, so boy. it's like okay, well, we ended up keeping it up in the Star Wars neighborhood, and th- we thank them for allowing us to store it up oh, there. Okay, that's and cool. It turned into another storage closet for the syndicate members, which sure. was great. Which means it wasn't bothering <laughs> everybody else's stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so then after we ran around with the Walkman, mm-hmm. uh, I went and met up with the Odd Ones Out, which is a YouTuber that I follow and a big fan of. Okay. And uh, I bought his book and he signed it for me. I was nice. actually the last person to go up to him before the, the hall closed. Oh, cool. And oddly enough, I didn't expect this to happen, but as I went up to go, you know, like, hey, yeah, I'd let, you know, I was wondering if I could get your autograph. He's like, sure. Wait, have you bought this yet? I'm like, I plan to. And he's like, okay. And he signed it real quick. And yeah. as he was signing it, he's like, yeah, once this is signed, you just go over to the card reader and everything. I'm like, okay, cool. Immediately, the guy running the card reader looks up and he's like, don't I know you? And I'm like, I think you do. And we realized. Uh-oh. This, this is a horror movie start. <laughs> don't I know you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. We realized uh, that it, this was a guy that I had uh, TV production with freshman year of high school. Oh, so someone you hadn't seen in probably close to a decade. Yeah, actually, you're correct. Yeah, okay. It was about ten. It was about nine, ten years since the last time I saw him. Okay, because he graduated the following year, okay. or at least a year later. Yeah. So it was like, holy crap! Okay, hi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we caught up a little bit, and then James from the Odd Ones Out came over, and he talked a little bit, and I pointed out the connection that I kind of have to him. Sure. Through mutual friends. Yeah. And then we took a selfie together, and then by that point, hall closed. Okay. We went and grabbed some dinner. Yeah. And uh, then went and experienced some interesting cosplay karaoke at like 1030 at night. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So Thursday, I kind of split after Ryan and I were done with the interviews because I knew I had to be back Friday morning. So uh, what what 
cosplay karaoke did you see? Um, I mean, anything worthwhile, or is it just kind of hey, nah, we went to this thing? And it, it was, was it was just people in costume all cheering for each other, and there okay. was and there was alcohol, sure, uh, and they were all singing karaoke. Some of them were really freaking good singers. Like I was like, holy crap! And then there were others where I was like. And now my ears are bleeding. <laughs> and I don't mean that to be rude. It's no, just but my, ear, my ears how, are sensitive to that. That's how con karaoke goes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it was a fun experience. And okay. after that, we went back to the hotel and pretty much crashed after yeah. that. So Friday morning, I got up early. Okay. Um, and ended up missing the bus. Oh, no. So I had to, I grabbed a, a, a Lyft, which is, you know, like Uber, but spelled with a Y. Yeah. Um, and and got down there because I was like I got to make it to Val's panel. She was kind enough to be on our show. Yeah, we should. Uh, I should reciprocate and be on be at her panel as I well. I completely spaced the next morning. <laughs> That's totally fine. It's <laughs> the second day of con and it's first thing in the morning. So yep. Uh, yeah. So I got down there and I I went down to uh, artist. I went down to the, the exhibitor floor. Uh, ran into my friend Megan of Dirty Teacup Designs. Yeah. Um, she happened to be looking for some horror movie posters, and I was like, well, I got some time to kill before Val's panel. So mm-hmm. sure, I'll go hang out. Um, and it was before the hall had actually opened, but we had our mm-hmm. exhibitor passes and stuff. So, um, yeah, just kind of walking around, and, and we found the horror movie poster booth. Nice. And found some stuff that she was into, and I turned around, and there was the 1986 Transformers movie poster. Oh, my God. And uh, it was 20 bucks, which is a little more than I like spending on posters. But... But I have never owned that poster, and I've kind of always wanted to. So worth it? So $10 later, or $20 <laughs> later, uh, I am now the owner of that. That's um, fantastic. Megan was kind enough to keep it at her booth, uh, or at her artist alley table, rather, um, until the end of the day. So nice. that was cool. So that way I didn't have to worry about carrying a poster around Comic-Con all day. Nice. Um, and then I was like, cool, I got to go up and get to Val's panel, make sure I got enough time to do that. Uh, and I go up the escalator t- from the, the basement to the first floor. And the only other mode of transport nearby is an escalator. Yeah. Going down. Oh. And I needed to go up. Oh. And I looked, and I, I knew her room, she was in room 225, and I was looking at room 124. So I knew we needed to get directly above where I was. Yeah. And I only had like 10 minutes to do it, so I didn't want to go get lost in the convention center. So I started going up the down escalator. Oh, my God, what? Oh, have I not told you this story? No. Oh, I've told everyone else. Yeah, so I start going up this escalator the wrong way. <laughs> And uh, I get like halfway up and I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been on this thing for an hour and I'm like halfway up and I'm like, I, 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 I you know, I finally look over. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm like halfway. I, I, I can keep going. And as I get a little bit further, I start seeing that there's people at the top of the escalator. They're not waiting to come down. They're just sitting there, there like at the, you know, they're waiting for their panels that they're going to to start or whatever. And like they kind of start cheering me on. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right? Like, not loud, but they're like, oh, come on, man, you can do it. And I'm like, all right. And I just keep going and keep going and keep going. And, like, I am a few steps away from the top, and I, my legs are just killing me. I bet. It's 10.15 on Friday morning. I got a whole weekend to walk in to do. <laughs> and I'm like, I am so close. I can't be the fat guy that doesn't make it, though. <laughs> I can't. I have to do this. I mm-hmm. got to. All right. All right, let's go. And I, I just, I pushed and I made it to the top and they started cheering and it was great. And I said, cool, I'm going to go die now. Bye. <laughs> and I, I stealthily turned around a corner and disappeared from their line of sight. Um, found the room Val's panel was going to be in. And I realized I was breathing so heavy from going up the down escalator. 
Which, like, okay, cool, like, in a mall or whatever, you can go up into a down escalator, it's not that bad. Yeah. But the convention center, man, those are, like, double-length staircases. Oh, yeah, no, they are. Like, those are huge. They are. Right? Because the, the, it's vaulted ceilings in there. It's yep. not your typical, you know, seven-foot-two ceiling or whatever. Like, it's, it, you're looking at, like, ten-foot ceilings. Mm-hmm. Right? Which means I was going up a, like, 15-foot escalator. Yeah. Which, you know, is 15 feet. That doesn't mean it's 15 steps, dude. It's, no. like, 412 steps. Yeah. Uh, so I realized I was breathing so heavy from going up the wrong way on the escalator that I had to leave and I went to the men's room and splashed water on my face and caught my breath and, and then came and, back and then came back. Uh, but I did it. Yay. I, I went up. I haven't, I realized I hadn't gone up a down escalator since like sometime in the nineties. <laughs> so <laughs> when they were a lot slower. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not entirely sure I, I made that one. I think I might have given up towards the top. Oh, so geez. Yeah. So this one, I did it. I did it. Anyways. Um, made it to Val's panel. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Val gave some really good, sure, her panel was about how to self-publish your own comics. Okay. She gave a lot of really good information. I actually later asked her to come back uh, and do another episode of Atomic Monster with us in the studio. Nice. Um, because I, I really wanted to get that recorded. So at some point in the future, uh, Val will return. Hopefully we will get Val back and, and we can talk about how to make your own comics. Um, yeah. Uh, after that, uh, I went over to your thing. I had to go over to the... Uh, was that? No. 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 You, you did that Finding Your Frequency. I did Finding Your Frequency first. I'm trying to remember the order of everything. It's been a week. Uh, duh. Um, <laughs> it's actually one week when this happened. When we were recording this, it yeah. was exactly a week ago. Yes. Uh, yeah, so so I went up and, and guest hosted on Finding Your Frequency for uh, the second time. Um, so we did, uh, Ryan and I did a full episode, and we had a bunch of people from the convention show up. You were actually on that one. Yeah, me and Connor were That's both right. on that. Like, yeah. we, well, the thing is, well, we came over to say hi because Connor wanted to do a quick lap. Or, like, he was finishing a lap with the Walkman okay. before we were going to go, you know, get. I was going to get into my makeshift Sith because I was actually missing pieces to my oh, no. my Shinzu costume, which, that's the name of my Night Sister mm-hmm. costume. Uh, I was missing pieces to that, so I was like, well, sh- crap, okay, <laughs> uh, I got to do something with this, so yep. I threw something together that worked. It looks great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that was an inside-out black uh, Star Wars tank top. <laughs> yeah, okay. And a pair of black tights. Okay. Um, as well as, you know, a pair of gray combat boots. Uh-huh. Uh, and a red hood and a... And a red hood and a red loincloth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, though, but I knew I had to get into that costume before mm-hmm. we would head down to exhibition, so... We came out the door. There were you guys. Yeah, and we were right about to start. And you guys were like, come over. And we're like, okay. Yeah. So we came over, and you're like, come on, sit down. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And like, cool, we're starting at finding frequency, and now, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were on for like a few minutes on finding your frequency. Yeah. If you want to hear that, listen on voiceamerica.com or wherever, or wherever you listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the last two episodes of Finding Your Frequency are from Phoenix Fan Fusion as well. You can go listen yep. to those. Finding Your Frequency with Ryan Treasure and usually Jeff Spinard, uh, but I was filling in for Jeff, that which weekend. made me feel important. It made me feel like I was the owner of this company. <laughs> which I know. No, no. 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 Uh, let the power go to your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was fun. We had a lot of nice people on. Um, uh, everyone was, was pretty cool. Um, I think it was an interesting panel. I, I, or interesting episode. I went back yeah. and listened to it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, and then, then, yeah, then we went over to your um, Saber Yes. Exhibition. Yes. And then yeah. what would you do after that? Because I'll, I'll tell that story in a minute. Okay. Well, so I didn't really know what to expect from that. I, like, I, I know you, you've been talking about Saber Syndicate, Syndicate Saber United. I don't know the order. Syndicate Saber United. Sy- okay. Yes. I know you've been talking about it since we've, you know, known each other the last year or so. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, I know Stephanie does something with lightsabers, but... Uh, Might as well go check it out. Might as well go check it out. Might as well support my buddy and coworker and, and everything, co-host and, yeah. and all of these 
weird relationships we fostered with each other. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I really, I really had a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, a lot of you guys were really good. Thank you. Uh, some of the fights stood up more than others, but yeah, um, you know that's going to happen. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was it was really cool, and um, uh, yeah, and Ryan and his daughter ended up sitting right next to me, so that was kind of cool. Yep. Um, and then let's see. After that, I kind of <laughs> split off, and I was like, "Cool, I'm, I got some time for myself now because mm-hmm. I all my obligations are done." Um, so I, I had I knew some of the I looked at the list of creators and I had I knew I had some work by some of them and so mm-hmm. I went and um, got autographs from Larry Stroman who as I mentioned last week is the highest selling African American comic creator mm-hmm. um, got all four issues of Tribe signed which is cool that's uh, Tribe number one is the best selling comic by an all black creative team Tribe number zero is one of the weirdest hardest to find comics of the 90s. Nice. Uh, I managed to find an issue a couple weeks ago and then, or a couple weeks before I found out Larry Stroman was going to be at the con. And I was like, well, that, that kind of works out. Yeah. Um, so I got all of those signed. Uh, I met Adam Warren, who um, many people would probably know from his work on The Dirty Pair or Gen 13. He's currently mm-hmm. doing a comic called Empowered. I've been a big fan of his since like the mid-90s. Um, I totally fanboyed out on him. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> In like the worst way. Uh, I, I was just, you know, one of those things like, oh, here's this guy I've been wanting to meet for 20 years. And all of those, you know how like, hey, if I meet, ever meet this person, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about this. Yeah. And like, right. I did that. But it was all like <laughs> fragments of those conversations <laughs> all kind of summed up in like five minutes. And it was just like, oh, this is the worst. I did text or tweet him later. And I apologize for being a spaz and said I'm normally more together. It's just been a really long couple of days already. And he mm-hmm. was like, totally understand. Thanks for coming up. Really appreciate your support. Nice. So, nice. so that was cool. Uh, and then I met Roy Thomas, who is the creator of, you know, Carol Danvers and Red Sonia and nice. Iron Fist. And, and uh, that was really cool. And he's Roy's getting up there in years. He's mm-hmm. He was kind of the first big guy after Stanley at Marvel. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was a really cool experience. Uh, the line was a little long, but it was fine. It was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up making friends with people, the people in line behind me like while we were there. So none there of us go. were just sitting there bored. Um, yeah, and I went up and I got a, uh, the Red Sonia, the, oh, the Ballad of the Red Goddess, I want to say it's called. Song, maybe it's just Song of the Red Goddess. I don't know. It's the hardcover that came out a couple months ago. Nice. I bought it. Uh, he signed that. I was like, hey, man, thank you. And he was asking me, like, hey, did this read okay? Did you understand everything that's going on? And I was like... Wait, this guy that's been the guy that basically created Red Sonia is asking me if he's good at writing Red Sonia. That's amazing. Like, uh, yeah, no, it was great, dude. <laughs> I, I, I really loved it, and and uh, so we kind of got talking about the process because that book was yeah. originally printed for Spain. Oh, and then it got redone for America like a couple of years later. That's probably why he was asking, right? And so I was like, no, I, I mean, if they retranslated it, like it's fine. And he goes, no, no, they actually took this book. Uh, and used my original English script before it got translated to Spanish. But I just wanted to make sure it, it still felt okay. And I was like, yeah, no, I, it's great. That's um, awesome. And then his handler was like, hey, do you want to take a picture of Mr. Thomas? Like, out of nowhere. So I was like, what am I, what, what am I going to say, no? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if, if the celebrity wants to take a picture with you, you say yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I took a picture with Roy Thomas, and I was like, hey, nice. man, listen, thank you uh, for for all the years of entertainment you've given me, and thank you for all the years of entertainment you've given most of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for something that you worked on. Yeah. You know, whether it was directly because of something he had written or not, like a lot of those Marvel books are still going partly because of Roy Thomas. Nice. So, yeah, like, and I thanked him for that. And then he, he was actually, I could tell he was really flattered by that. And his handler was like, yo, he needs to hear more of that. And I was like, well, he should be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I disappeared to go catch my breath 
uh, and I ended up back at the Voice America booth uh, and somehow ended up on uh, this week's episode of Behind the Scenes with Summer Helene. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they wanted the comic fan perspective of Comic-Con. So, hey, if you if, – if, me on Atomic Monsoon and me on Finding Your Frequency and me on Finding Your Frequency again wasn't enough. I was also on Behind the Scenes with Summer Thleen, also right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. You you were more productive with the podcasting stuff than I was, I was this on, weekend. I was on four podcasts last weekend. Fair. I was in three shows. That's <laughs> And a podcast. And a podcast yeah. and a panel and... Yeah. Yeah, manning so, the Star Wars, bo- manning my booth in the Star Wars neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah. So being a wanna, handler for a Walkman. <laughs> if, if you, yeah. So if you want to hear me talk to some guy and tell him why he's wrong about Captain Marvel being a bad character, um, <laughs> yes, you, you can go listen to behind the scenes with Summer Helene. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And then what'd you do after that? Uh, after that, let's see. That was Saturday. I, I no, kind of that was still, that still was Friday. Friday. I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the end of the week. It was Saturday. No, it was still Friday. <sighs> um, so Friday after that, I went just kind of hung went around, hung out with some of the people I know. Yeah. Um, uh, went and hung out at Tom Levine's booth. Yeah. Uh, his wife Joy was there. I hadn't seen Joy in a while, so that was cool. Um, we got caught up a little bit. Uh, I ended up walking. The, that was right as things were shutting down. So I ended okay. up walking Joy to her car. She came right over to the film bar where I went and saw the Saturn Three concert I've been talking about for the last. By the way, thanks to Def M Records for providing our awesome intro music. I was wondering if you were going to wait and, say, <laughs> and just introduce them and say thanks during that specific moment yes. of the story. Yeah. So I went to the Saturn That's Three concert at the film bar. Uh, it was fantastic. Awesome. Uh, anyone that didn't go, you missed out. You messed up. Yes, I did. Yep. Um, no, it was cool. They had a little intro beforehand. It was like a forty-five minute. Clip show of a bunch of the songs that inspired the songs. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, or like 45 minute clips of cartoons and movie clips that inspired the songs. Uh, and then they did the show and they kicked ass. Nice. And um, fortunately, one of my neighbors also was at that show, so I was able to get a ride home at one in the morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. The, I yeah. was out like a light. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I <laughs> slept in Saturday morning. I didn't get to the convention until about 11. So okay. I'm going to let you go over your experiences on Friday so, while I'm sleeping. All right. <laughs> Andy's over here like <laughs> snoring away. Yeah. Uh, no, so Friday, uh, I woke up fairly early because I think – because our, 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 the person we were rooming with, he had to go man the table yes. uh, and everything. So we decided, cool, we're going to get up to and we're going to try to go with you. Well, I was doing my uh, 90s Carol Danvers, so her in-disguise yes. costume. Yep. Uh, and I had purchased this temporary one-day hair wax because I heard it works really well. Sure. It Not does. if your hair is as dark as ours is, though. Uh, no, it does work really well oh, on really? dark hair. The only thing is, though, I need to find a better way to apply it to my hair. Okay. Or I need to have shorter hair. Okay. It was, there, was, there was some application issues that I was having to the okay. point where I'm like, all right, this isn't working. I stepped into the shower, rinsed it all out. Okay. Uh, threw on the costume, and then we headed over to the convention. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did, because we were able to get in, I think, just before everybody else was. Sure, yeah. But not before, like, the VIPs were already in there. Okay. If you had the VIP badge, you were you already in inside. You an hour early or whatever. Yeah. yeah. This was, like, just before the VIP, just, just before everyone else was going to get in. Mm-hmm. And first thing I did, I went straight to uh, this booth that was selling wigs. Okay. And I bought myself a blonde wig. Yeah. Went, over, went over to the cosplay repair uh, booth, you know, did a little bit of a haircut and some hairspray and, you know. it. So I only own two wigs. I own a blue one for when I do Juvia from Fairy Tale, and okay. now I own this blonde one. Okay. 
This blonde one is so amazing that I may have to go buy a blue one from them. Excellent. Because my blue wig sucks. That's, I mean, that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it, was, it wasn't even that expensive. It was fairly easy. Okay. Uh, and I got it fixed and threw the, uh, the shield hat on. Yep. And I ran around as Carol Danvers uh, yeah. pretty much the whole morning. Uh, and, you know, and Connor ran around in his... Uh, seven-foot Walkman. His, his seven-foot Walkman, yeah. Uh, I think we took it out briefly. Like, just on the third floor in the morning. Okay. Um, after we, after you know, while we're taking it around, like, cool, let's go walk the hallway real quick, put it back, and then we'll, I'll get ready for exhibition. Yeah. Which is our Master of the Seven Styles uh, show. Yes. And, or actually, that should be the other way around, Master of the Seven Styles, which is our exhibition show. Uh, but we ran into you guys, you guys had us on, which was a lot of fun, and you guys were asking us about our costumes. Yeah. And I, I loved, the, I loved the whole day, everyone was like... Oh, Stephanie! Because you know they Dude. weren't—they weren't used to seeing me blonde. Well, and <laughs> I mean, in fairness, like part of it was I'm not used to seeing you. I've, I've never seen you blonde before. Um, part of it Neither also is like, well, yeah. Uh, part of it also is like there were you know ninety thousand people there. There, so, so well, like, not on Friday though. Not on Friday, and not at lunchtime on Friday. But like no. there were still a ton of people there. That's true. And so it was still like a little bit like, oh, right, I know this person. Yeah, where do I know them from? Oh, it's Stephanie. I sit next to her every day at work. <laughs> we go out and get lunch a lot. Like, yeah, I probably should have recognized her faster. Oh, no, Ugh. trust me. Even our own members of the Sabre group did not recognize me at first. Okay. They were like, oh, it's you. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah. No, uh, no. Oddly enough, I pull off being a blonde pretty it well. turns out. <laughs> um, I'm not going ever blonde ever, but I'll stick with the wig. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Also, I got a new wig cap because of it, too, so it's awesome. Hey. Uh, anyway, so after that, we... We got ready. I threw on my temporary Sith costume mm-hmm. that I had that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And For the grabbed- record, I would have never known that it was a partial costume or that it was temporary. It just looked good. Oh, so. thank, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I know what works. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> um, so then we grabbed our sabers and we stepped in line and we marched down from the, from the Star Wars neighborhood down to the room. Now, to give you guys an idea, especially if you don't know the Phoenix Convention Center very well. It's a bit of a trek. It's a bit of a trek. Uh, so... The third, so there's two main, there's two buildings where the Phoenix Convention, uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion or whatever it's called happens in. There's the West Building and the North Building. Both buildings have three stories to them Mm -hmm. and a basement level. Mm -hmm. The basement level is the exhibitor hall where all the exhibitors have all all the vendor booths. Yeah, it's all connected, uh, but they have like the vendor booths and everything down Mm -hmm. there. Uh, The third floor in the North Building was the Hall of Heroes. Right, which, which is, was like an extra exhibitor floor. It was an extra exhibitor floor for anyone in like the major like local cosplay groups like mm-hmm. the Arizona Avengers, Heroes United, mm-hmm. uh, the really Star Wars neighborhood. Right. And it's um, where all the celebrity photo ops were happening. Yes, and all the meet and greets and, yep. s- and uh, signing autograph areas were as well. Yep. So it, you know, it, it makes sense. So we were up in there and we walked across the Sky Bridge because there's a Sky Bridge that connects the, the third floors to each other. Oh, there is. Why didn't I take that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's dumb. Okay. Anyway, so we took the Sky Bridge all the way to the West Building, went down the escalators, which was like, you know, two, mm-hmm. like like you said, 15. Yeah, the big know, escalators. The big yeah. escalators. Yeah. Down all the way to the main floor. Yep. Uh, and then we entered into the kids' activity area where our shows were. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool because we got a crowd. A crowd of people followed us. And thankfully, the uh, the group that was in there before us in the, in the panel room, they finished up early and we were able to get in and... Get everything set up, and uh, I know Connor and I were working on our fight a little bit to remember it because we're like, uh, we haven't worked on this in a while. We should probably sure. work on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, the show was starting, and it went really well. It did. 
Yeah. Uh, this was the first time we ever incorporated a story okay. element with okay. our exhibition because before it used to be like, hi, welcome to our show. My name is Stephanie, you know, blah, 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 blah. And here's our first fight, this guy versus this guy. That's all it was. It was like okay. an MC type thing introducing you to the fights. Okay. This had a story element to it yeah. and it made it so much more fun. It did make it pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and... An interesting thing is we were, it wasn't just us, Syndicate Saber. There was Southern Flame, who's a local sister Saber group of ours mm-hmm. uh, that we're good friends with and everything. And they were doing the show with us. And some of their members were running a little bit late because of their tight schedule that they had from leaving, from finishing work to getting to con. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very narrow window of time. Okay. So we had to play a little bit of, crap, they're not here yet. Uh, rearrange the order of the schedule and how things are supposed to go. Okay. We'll figure out the story from there. Okay. And it worked out. Again, wouldn't have known. Nope. So by the time uh, their fight, their yeah. fight was really cool. By the way. Oh yeah. Uh, it, like uh, as much as it is a lightsaber ex- like battle exhibition, like they did a lot of hand to hand stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, was uh, Panda versus Cheyenne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they did they did some pretty cool stuff. Um, I really appreciated that uh, Panda. I guess. Yeah, started, the guy. <laughs> he started the fight completely one handed. Yep. Right. He started one hand behind his back, and it was like, oh, he's the, he's he's larger and a Jedi and mm-hmm. fighting this smaller Sith, and he knows he can take her out, so he's yep. only going one handed until he clearly wasn't going to win. I know. And yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Then he started taking out both hands, and I was like, all right, this is, and it was more of a more of a fisticuffs fight between yeah. Star Wars characters, and it was it was actually really cool, like. Why aren't they doing this in the movies, too? I know, right? Right? Yeah. Um, So the actual story of the whole thing was created by one of our members. His name is Sean. Mm -hmm. And the story goes, the Jedi are doing a demonstration. So two of the masters, which was played by Connor and the guy that we were rooming with. Mm -hmm. uh, His name is Tyler. Mm -hmm. And they were doing a demonstration. Uh, but they were doing it in their, you know, in their Star Wars characters. Sure, right. So it was Oppie Exiv, and uh, which is Tyler's character, and then Connor's, which I'm assuming he was playing like Jedi version of Callum, which sure. is his character from the Tim Plus show. I think it was just called Master Connor. That works too. Yeah. Uh, it might have been Connor or something. But. I wasn't. I was outside in the hallway when that happened. You- <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so they are doing a training session. All the other Jedi are up front, and then the Sith come in. And they pretty much ruin all the fun, mm-hmm. and they storm off and chase the Jedi around, and Oppie and Darth Sen, who is Sean, the mm-hmm. creator of all, uh, okay. of, at least the, of the story, the two of them get into this really epic lightsaber duel that mm-hmm. ends with myself and one, uh, and one of our other Sith coming out, grabbing him, and he pretty much breaks his knee. Mm-hmm. In front of everybody, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. And then from there, it just becomes a manhunt for the Jedi. Yeah. And win or lose, either a Jedi gets turned uh, – if a gray Jedi is around, they get turned into a dark sider. Okay. Because I think we only had two gray Jedi and that both that both of them ended up having that, had yeah. that issue. Yeah, um, Or they kill the Sith they're fighting or the Sith kill them. Right. So it was really just kind of like this big mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jumbled thing. I felt like kind of by the end, the Sith definitely won. Oh, that show. they definitely like, won the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, they took a couple of the Jedi as as new uh, yep. assistants and, yep. and especially everyone. Yeah, yeah. It, it by the end of the show, we we had some new mem- we had new members in the Sith uh, ranks. Yeah, because um, I was one of the Sith for the show. Right, and. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. I had two uh, routines mm-hmm. in it. One of them was very much my background of color guard it, that I'm used to. Yes, yes, it was, <laughs> and it was amazing because uh, the guy I was doing it with he is currently in what he's currently a student at Westwood High School because okay. we do allow members uh, as young as 14, okay, and as old as 18, okay. Uh, well, technically 17 because once you turn 18, you're a legal adult, sure, right. but up to 17 with at least a parent signature or a legal guardian there, okay, and 
he is old enough that yep. both him and his mom are involved. Okay. Cool. So yeah. yeah, it works out. Yeah. Uh, but we and he also does color guard. Fantastic. So it was just like, why not do this? Yeah. And then I was like, hey, what if we add flags? He's like, yes, let's do it. Yeah. And well, I think he also mentioned that as well. And I think we okay. both had the same idea. Yeah. Um. So we started off with this really cool routine where we're both spinning a lightsaber as if it's like you know a piece of color guard equipment. Mm-hmm saying that our excuse is that we have cortosis woven gloves and yes. everything. And then we brought out an actual flag with the syndicate logo on it and did a whole routine with that. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And from my point of view, it was, it was when I was watching it, it was, oh, this is a little weird. Why are yeah. they not, why are they suddenly dancing? But once it was all over and I kind of thought back on the whole thing, I was like, that was one of the fights that definitely stood out because it broke up the action. Yes, that was right? the whole point of it. Yeah, like everyone else, it was just fight, 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 fight. And then there was a dance and then fight, 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 fight. And That's, I was like, yeah. you know what? That was cool because it was, it absolutely was different from all the other Every matches. every year since Syndicate has done shows, we have tried to add that element to it. Yeah. Like the first year, uh, two of our other members who know how to do that stuff did one. Mm-hmm. And then I did one with one of them the following year. And then there was just uh, me and then me again. <laughs> and then now it, this, this year. year with the, you and, and uh, Tyler. Or Sam. His Sam. name was Sam. Yeah. Uh, so then me and him were doing it. So it's just like, cool, this works out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, I'm kind of dragging on the story. Anyway, so I had that one with him, and then I had one with Connor, and that one was really intense. That was a lot of fun, too. Uh, and That one was more fun because I already knew you guys were married. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is how they deal with all their domestic squabbles. Okay. Exactly. We wait till exactly. Con and beat the crap out of each other. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, our fight was a lot of fun. It was really cool to do. Yeah. Uh, it was different than what we've done last year, and we're planning to expand on it in the future. Okay. And... At the end of the fight, you know, he's all like, come on, can we talk about this? And I slit his throat. I'm like, I'm done talking. And he's uh-huh. just, you know, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, however, something happened during our fight. Something else got slit. Yes. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yeah. Like there was actual blood. So uh, one of the moves we had, my my right hand got caught between both of our sabers. Mm-hmm. And it almost felt like, you know, like a, like a finger jam happened. Sure. Uh, and... It, you know, it hurt, sure. but, uh, you know, my adrenaline was in high gear, so I was right. like, ah, shake it off and then keep going. Yep. Went full force through the rest of the fight. Once it was over, once I killed Connor and I grabbed my saber and I stormed off stage, mm-hmm. I looked down at my finger and I'm like, man, it still hurts. My hand was covered in blood. Gross. <laughs> my hand was covered in blood. I uh. ripped the glove off and I'm like, does anybody have a napkin? Yeah. But, you know, very quietly because, you know, the show's still going on. Right. And there's still the whole thing with Connor being resurrected and uh-huh. all uh-huh. that. Uh we discovered after the show that it was potentially the so they have to peace bond as they call them or zip tie yeah. props and weapons right to make sure that security has seen them yes. security knows that hey cool we don't have to go talk to this person and if they're not peace bonded or anything that means they were probably purchased in the con right right um so what was interesting was we think that may have resulted in the cut. Yeah, because what they do is they just take, you know, the zip ties that you use to ca- keep wires together, but yep. they get the bright color ones. Yep. Right? And they just wrap them around your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it's like a, like a gun or whatever, they'll put it through the trigger. Yeah. Uh, if it's a lightsaber, they'll just put it kind of near the base or whatever. Yeah. But it's just a zip tie. So they put it on and then they snip the end off. They don't shave it down. They don't tape right. it over. They just... One of the things about those zip ties is they get really sharp. They really do. Yeah. And so if you're in there fighting and your hand, if if your pinky's on that zip tie and <laughs> your husband's lightsaber bumps into your hand and squishes it, yeah, you're going to get a nice cut. Yeah, so uh, it was pretty gnarly. Um, I, I just, I love the irony of the thing that 
was trying to keep us all safe is the thing that injured you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, so I get napkins. I'm, I'm adding pressure to it. Connor comes backstage. He's freaking out because he feels like he just hurt me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm okay. I think, yeah. it, was, I think it was the peace bonding. And then we discover our sabers are covered in blood. Delicious. And uh, so we managed to finish the show. I do closing and Sean does closing. And we finish everything up and I'm like, cool. I'm going to go see a medic because I actually don't know how bad this is. Yeah. If it was just a simple cut and it bled a little bit and then I added pressure and removed it and it was fine, I would have just said, hey, and we got a Band-Aid. Right. It was still bleeding at, with like four different napkins. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I need to see a medic. Yep. Went and found one. They got it all taken care of. Got Good. it wrapped up. It's now uh, it's now pretty much complete. I don't want to say it's completely healed because it still hurts. No, I can still see it. Yeah, it's, you can still see it. It really hurts still, but it's not bleeding. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's a good sign. Okay. Um, but it was like, if this is the only bad thing that came from our exhi- exhibition fight, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after that, uh, Connor went and changed into Star-Lord. I went back and changed into Carol because, so originally I, I was wearing my blonde wig. It fell off when we were practicing. Mm. So I went without my blonde wig for the show, by the way. Makes sense. So I went, got back into Carol uh, and everything. And from there, we spent the rest of the day running around with the Walkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very popular. A lot of people, and that's much the opinion the whole weekend. Everyone loved it. Everyone wanted photos with it. Everyone wanted video of it. It yeah. became their favorite costume. Um, <laughs> you got featured on the, was it the New Times? Yes, Phoenix yeah. News Times actually featured Connor in the top, like, however many cosplays of Phoenix Fan Fusion. Yeah, kind of the, the our favorite cosplays or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was number five. I got featured in uh, Phoenix News Times Most Badass Women yes. of Phoenix Fan Fusion at number 19 in yeah. my Carol Danvers. So yeah, that was did. really cool. So we were both fe- featured in the Phoenix News Times. Uh, but yeah, no, we enjoyed walking around like that. Then once the convention hall closed, we packed everything up, went, changed in our room, back in the hotel room, and then went to Cornish uh, Pasty for dinner. Nice. And then passed out. Yep. Like, yep, we were exhausted on Friday. That sounds like Friday at con. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Saturday, uh, I slept in. Um, once again, just caught an Uber down there. And it was just like, I'm not I'm not dealing with the bus on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to make sure I got it there in time for uh, your next show. Yay! Um, so, I got down there and got through security, no problem. But then the line to get in. And was it, awful. It was like 1130 on Saturday morning. Yep. Uh, so, probably right as everyone was like, hey, let's go to Comic-Con for the day um, without planning ahead or whatever. Like, the line was so big that... It was coming out of the North Building, going across the street to the end of the West Building by the Starbucks. Yep. And so I was like, cool. Stephanie's panel's in like 45 minutes. Like the, the next Star Wars show is in like 45 yep. minutes. So I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to sit right here, right outside the hall, and wait for the show to start. Because I'm not going to get stuck in that line, and I'm not going to get stuck and not make it back. Yeah. So I just kind of sat there and messed around on my phone and, and listened to the Finding Your Frequency from the day before. Because awesome. I was like, well, you know, i, I got to have time to listen to this anyways. So um, <laughs> while I was sitting there, uh, this guy in a really good Gaston cos- cosplay came by. Oh, that's fantastic. And I just, I saw him walking past, and I just yelled out, nobody cosplays like Gaston. Which, you know, yeah, I thought yeah. was pretty good, right? He just rolled his eyes at me, and it was like, come dude. on, dude. Like, we had a whole thing on, on Finding Your Frequency about if you're going to be in character, be in character. Uh, it was Atomic Monster, oh, we talked well, about that. It was both, actually. Both. both. Yeah, yeah. Both is uh, good. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, 
hey, if you're going to dress up, like, people are going to make jokes about your character. Like, be prepared for that. Yeah. You just know? don't be don't be a dick about it. Sorry right. my language, but don't be a dick about it. I mean, <laughs> and he wasn't. He just, so. uh, it looked like, it also looked like he was kind of in a hurry to get somewhere, which yeah. I didn't realize until afterwards. So I was mm, like, all right, fair. well, you know. Fair, yeah. fair. Uh, but yeah. And then, yeah, so then, then there was your show, and I'll let you go into that. Um, not much else happened to me Saturday. Like, okay. Uh, I kind of just hung out and, and did some shopping and, and said hey to some people and, and everything. Um, I did at one point when I was going up an escalator, uh, you know, I had the whole my whole yeah. gear on with the denim vest and the bandana and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was going up an escalator and these two guys dressed as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Like, That's amazing. Took one look at me as they were coming down and they were like – that guy knows how to party. <laughs> so I just pumped my fists in the air and I was like, yeah, party. And the esca- like a bunch of people on the es- both escalators started cheering. That's amazing. Right? So I just thought, party on Wayne, party on Garth. And, and that was it. Like, That's amazing. Was, yeah. Just one of those like, hey, this is a, uh, this is a moment, you know? And yeah. I, I'm never... That's that's never not going to happen, or you know. So yeah, yeah. all right, um, cool. Yeah, then I just kind of just kind of hung out and uh, went home a little early. Um, stayed for summer's panel. Yeah, um, yeah, and then just split after that, and I went home and passed out. All so, right, fair enough. Yeah. So for Saturday for me, uh, also I forgot to mention on Friday I stopped by this uh, this lightsaber booth called Hoth uh, Trading Company. Oh yeah, which you know they're a new company that sells lightsabers. Sure. And so far, a few members in our group had already purchased them, and I was sure. like, "All right, I'm going to go take a look because my twin sabers that I use for my staff mm-hmm. are not doing well. Sure, they've seen better days, and I'm either having having to replace pieces to them or I get new ones. And so, for just just for the listeners that aren't big Star Wars aficionados, yes. when you say staff, you're talking like Darth Maul's staff yes, from like Phantom Dar- Menace, yeah, like Darth Maul, right? the, like double ended sided light, lightsaber, yeah, yeah. double sided okay. lightsaber, cool. Um, and so we went to Hoth Trading Company. I was looking at all the sabers, and they had this one that was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. It has sound. It has multiple colors to it. And I asked him how much it was, and I, you know, turned to Connor, and I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do it. Nice. So I got myself a new lightsaber. Yay. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Then on Saturday, yeah. I ran around in my Sith costume, which I like to call Ma- Mazaris Tall. Okay. Mazaris Tall, or, Yeah. Uh, she, it was a costume that I was wearing for the Tim Plus show that was that day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think she's so good that I might make her my LFL official Sith costume. Ooh, okay. Very different than my Jedi, so it will actually work. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, a lot, you know, in the, that morning we just walked around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We didn't really take the Walkman out. We kind of just stuck around. Like the like the third floor. Yeah, like as much as it would be cool to have that thing running around all day. It like was so Saturday is so packed. It was so packed outside. We somehow managed to get in, and oddly enough, there was a guy dressed as Rumpelstiltskin from Once Upon a Time right behind us in line. He nice. looked awesome. That's it great. was amazing. Um, was it actually Robert Carlyle? It could have been. Okay. It honestly could have been. Okay. Like the height and everything. It, like it honestly could have been him. Okay. But either way, like it was a really good Rumpelstiltskin costume. Excellent. Um, and. Uh, yeah, no, so we went upstairs to the table, hung out there for a little bit, wandered, like, the like the third floor. Mm-hmm. They were like, cool, we found nothing. Yep. Off to, the, off to our show. And uh, our show went really well. Our show was called Another Twist of the Knife. It mm-hmm. was uh, made by Mr. Brian Seeley, who was at our panel for Atomic Monsoon. Yes, he was. Yes. Brian's a good dude. I like him. Brian is, Brian is good people. Uh, Maybe a little too much of a fan of Doctor Doom, but that's fine. That's just the way he is. People who like Doctor Doom really like Doctor Doom. That's he's, just the way he is. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 
that's how every Doctor Doom fan is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, so we did the show, and the show was a lot of fun. We got yeah. a lot of great reaction. We didn't have quite a full house as we did on Friday, but we still had a decent-sized crowd. I I mean, I was sitting in the front row for both of them, so I wasn't looking at people behind me. But it, to me, it felt like it was about the same size. It was standing room only on Friday. Uh, it was not on Saturday. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, but, you know, Saturday show went really well. Everyone really enjoyed it. I, yeah. Um, after the show, we went back upstairs to the, the booth. I hung out there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Connor threw back on Star-Lord, and mm-hmm. we walked around the, uh, the convention hall. Uh, with the Walkman, we got, you know, the third floor, a decent lap, and we were going to head down to the Exhibitor Hall. Yep. And now we already taken the, the Walkman down to the Exhibitor Hall the day before. However, today was a bit of a different story. Okay. We were going across the Sky Bridge because the line to get on the elevator on the North Building was a zoo. Yeah. So we wanted to get, we wanted to go across the West Building elevators and take those down because nobody knows about those. Okay. Or they only take them to the first floor and not think to take them to the Exhibitor Hall. Right. Um... So we get to those elevators, and we're heading our way to those elevators, and we're crossing the sky bridge, and suddenly, because Connor's pace is so small right. inside the Walkman, the Walkman caught the back of his heel oh, and no. face-planted oh, into no. the ground with Connor inside. Oh. He's okay. Okay. The Walkman was not. Oh, no. Uh, so part of its face fell off, Oh. and we cleaned up as much as we could, got out of the way, Checked the damages, took it back to the neighborhood, put it back inside, and he was he was pretty bummed for a while. So we yeah. walked we walked the exhibitor hall with our friend who we were rooming with in his Mando. Okay. Uh, and he started to feel better while being down there. Good, good. Uh, and then after once the exhibitor hall closed, uh, we went changed out a costume. Went and had dinner at Strand, which is like this, uh, like Italian restaurant. Yeah. From that moment forward, for the rest of the evening, I have not laughed so hard in <laughs> so long than I did that night. Okay. Because uh, we were hanging out with members of the group that we don't normally hang out with. Sure. And it's not because oh they're bad people or oh this this and that. It's just there there was a negative there there, there was some negativity in the group for a while. Okay. The negativity is gone now. And now we're hanging out with them in such a way where we have now created memes together in just the span of, like, five hours. Nice. It was amazing. Nice. So, yeah, no, we had a great dinner. We were talking. We were laughing. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, we're going to this panel that's being hosted by, you know, the members of Southern Flame called Bizarre Fan Fiction 18+. Plus. We went All to, right. We went to the panel. Yeah. We learned about the Pillum meme. All right. It's some, like, Russian, like, uh, like Facebook meme posting, whatever it is. I don't know. I'll have to look that up later. And we also learned who Boris is, which is, like, a YouTuber. Okay. We learned a lot of interesting stuff I that mean, night. I know Boris from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. He's going to get mm. moose and squirrel, but I don't know. Not, not that Boris. Not, not Boris bad enough. Okay. No. Uh, also, that's a terrible impression of him. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, this is, like, some YouTuber okay. uh, and everything. And after... We, we, we then went into the Bizarre Fan Fiction panel. That was hilarious, mm-hmm. but also very disturbing. Sure. We were losing our freaking minds. I mean, I've, I've read, I'm not as into fan fiction as you are, but I have read some fan fiction in my day. Uh, I have read some Bizarre Fan Fiction. I can only imagine the... And, and I haven't read fan fiction, like, regularly uh, in probably, like, 15 years. Yeah. So... 
uh, if I was reading weird stuff in the 90s and early aughts, I can only imagine the weird stuff that's popped up since then. So I read and write fan fiction, but yeah. mine's normally very much pointed toward the, the K plus teen round. Okay. Uh, not teen round. Teen, like, age range. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's family friendly. It's, they're really, you know, they're actually telling stories and not getting into the weird smut and making it erotic or sure. whatever. These ones, however, I don't know what these people were on or they were just, you know, they, they need to work on their writing skills. But either way, there was some interesting... <laughs> Interesting stories we were uh, we were listening to being you, read to you, us. You told me one of them involved Tetris blocks. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I, right. I just <laughs> if that's not an indication of what I read, I, then you're you're, I, you're now you're just lost. You know what? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at that. There you go. Yeah. Um, but at, no, after that we we pretty much called it a night. Okay. And and uh, from there we went home and not went home, but we went back to our hotel room mm-hmm. and. And pretty much passed out. Oh, one thing about Friday night, though, is Connor did pick up his parents from the airport at, like, 11.45 because they oh, came back boy. from a trip. <laughs> and it was just, like, he's dead tired. He's like, i got to go pick him up. No. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I'm tired. Oh, no. So, But, yeah, no, Saturday was a lot of fun. It was good. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah, Sunday I got up bright and early. I got a, night, I got a good night's sleep Saturday night. Um, I got up early Sunday. Just kind of made my way down there. And I didn't really – I hung out with some friends, uh, did a lot of back issue diving, um, nothing too noteworthy. Uh, I didn't go up the wrong way on any staircases or anything. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Sunday was just like, hey, this is my fun free day. I don't have anything to do. I did hand out a lot of Atomic Monsoon business cards to people. So hopefully, Same. We'll, hopefully we'll get some. Uh, I'm hoping some of them will be cool guests that we yeah, can get. Yeah. Um, most of them were local. Uh, so yeah. Um, one guy recognized me. Oh, that's cool. And I was walking through Artist Alley, and one guy was like, "Are you? Are you Psycho Andy?" And I was like, I yeah. And he, you know, pulled me over, and I talked to him, and uh, I had met him at Samurai Comics a couple years ago. It turns out, and he had finally finished his first comic. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta, you know, check this out, and picked it up, and uh, you know, it's it's a solid first comic. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't regret that purchase at all. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then I, I did spend some more time in Artist Alley, met some some other cool people. Um, one of them was a, a gal who's only 13 years old. and, and Holy crap, yeah, what? Yeah, she's 13 and has had three issues of a comic out. Dang, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I picked those up, and, and she was really cool, and um, I was hoping to get her. I gave her a thing. I hope hope she, you know, checks us out. Um, I did tell everyone to listen to the show first to make sure it was something that they wanted to be on. So, mm-hmm. hey, guys. Hi. Welcome Hi. to Atomic Monsoon. Hello oh, and welcome. Um, we we hope to to have you on soon. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. Uh, not too much happened. Um, and when I got home, the best part about Friday, Sunday for me was when I got home. My roommate who had gone, she bought the full weekend pass. She planned to go all four days. She went yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, I got home and she was like, "How did you do four days?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I took three steps and my knees buckled." Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well." Uh, years of doing this and years of working retail on my feet. Nice. So, yeah. All right. So Sunday, uh, I went around as Kana Alberona from Fairy Tale. Okay. Uh, who's, you know, a really cool and fun character to do. Uh, this was my first time ever doing her, and there's not many Arizona cosplayers that do her, let alone many cosplayers that cosplay her at all. Sure. So it was really cool. A lot of people wanted photos and got photos with me. Yep. 
uh, we had our kids show, yep. which had a great churnout of kids and, fa- and parents, and it went really, really well. Good. There was a lot of memes, a lot of improv, a lot of jokes, and the kids were so into it. Like, they cool. were very interactive. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed that one. I got caught up talking no, to people. No, you're good. You're good. Looked up, and it was like, oh, you got 10 minutes left. Well, I'm not. it's going to take me 10 minutes to get over there. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it went really well. And after that, uh, Connor had fixed the Walkman, so we got to go around one last time. Excellent. And uh, that's oddly enough, if I don't, if, if you haven't seen it yet, what's wrong with you? Go watch it. Uh, <laughs> the, right as we were finishing up the exhibitor hall, uh, this guy from Phoenix Fan Fusion Social Media. I didn't realize that's where he was from. Sure. But he he recorded a video of Connor singing and dancing with his Walkman. Yes, he did. And I handed him a business card. I'm like, here, dude, this is for you, mm-hmm. you know, just so you can tag us and everything. And I have been doing that with a few people throughout sure. the whole weekend. Yeah. And he's like, cool, thanks. The next day, Connor's going viral. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was amazing that just I handed it to the right person. I guess so. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Sunday was a lot of fun. Uh, right. Uh, we did. Ugh, I'm running out of words. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you know the con was over, we helped with the Star Wars neighborhood teardown and mm-hmm. everything, and putting stuff away. Yep. Uh, we went out to dinner at Tilted Kilt. Okay. And I'm gonna tell this one last story okay. before we got to. We went back to the hotel room, played a game of Super Fight, and then called it a night at the sure. hotel before packing up and leaving the next day. Yes. We were sitting at dinner yeah. at Tilted Kill, and one of our members, mm-hmm. she's still fairly new. This is her very first con with us, okay. and she's only done two shows. She's done the D-backs ga- she did D-Back Star Wars night back on May 11th with us, and okay. then she did this. Mm-hmm. So she was in her Jedi that day and everything, and she went to go meet Ray Park. If you don't know who Ray Park is, he's Mother F and Darth Maul. Right. So uh, she went to go meet him. She gave him a syndicate card, said, hey, on behalf of syndicate, you're an honorary master. Uh, so on and so forth. And he's like, no, 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 no. You guys are the masters. What you do is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's the realization of, wait, he he's seen our work. Wait, what? Yeah. And then, you know, he continues to talk to her and everything. And she thanks him for everything he's done. And he thanks her in return. And then yeah. he apparently gestured uh, her fighting stance pose. Huh. She's only been in two shows, like I said. Yeah. He unless he's a fan of the Atlanta Braves and was at the D backs game for Star Wars night, which he could have been. He I guess. could have been. I don't know. There was yeah. a lot of people there. Yeah. That means Ray Park was sitting in the audience, potentially at exhibition, when our friend's knee was broken. Uh-huh. Air quotes around that. Yeah. My finger was sliced open. Uh-huh. The flag work thing happened. Literally everything that happened at exhibition happened. Also, I was sitting in the front row. And you were sitting in the front row, yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's a potential that Ray Park saw everything we did and really, really likes it. That's super cool. And all of us were fangirling like little girls at the table. Of it course. was fantastic. Yes. Um, so yeah, there, there, there was that story. And that pretty much finished off one of the best, if not the best con, not only our group, but us personally have had. Yeah. Like, I love the con where I got proposed to, but this was probably one of the best I, ever. I gotta be honest, this con is the most fun I've had at a, at a Comic-Con in years. And uh, I've been doing them since 2006, mm-hmm. 2005. And I don't know I don't know what it was that made it better yeah, this year I don't than know other either. years. But there was, there was some energy going on. There was something. I, something I, in the air. Yeah. Or in the water. <laughs> uh, and with that, we are, we are out of time. Oh, so we are out of time. We are out right. of time. Well, so. the one last thing I want to add is apparently Adam Savage is running around as Captain America. Fantastic. And I missed it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, no. 
So thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes. Uh, you know where to find us on social media, you, you know, know, Facebook, Twitter. I'm not a new listener, so yeah, just Atomic Monsoon on Twitter, Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram, uh, Atomic Monsoon on Facebook, Atomic Monsoon on Redbubble. Um, search iTunes, Stitcher, Google all Play, that jazz. all your favorite podcatchers. You, you can find us. You can email us at AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, of course, listen to us on Voice America Variety, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, Sundays, yes. or just, you know, whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, we're also on YouTube. So we check are, us out on right. YouTube. That's right. i got to get some more episodes up on YouTube. We're a few Do episodes it. behind on that, but... Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so we thank everyone who came out to join us at P, uh, PFF. If you saw us and you enjoyed it, that's great. And if you're now a new listener, welcome to the show. Yeah. We, tell we your love friends. to have you. Yeah, tell your friends. <laughs> Do, it. Do it. So. Uh, All right, guys. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.